Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters from Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Cypher, Volume 3, like we do every February. Every February we read Volume 3 of Cypher, right, Kevin? Yes. Specifically. It's just so good, we have to keep going back to it. Yeah, the peak of manga. Get Bakuman out of here. <laughs> Before we talk about that, though, we have not a full Shonen Jump, only 19. We did not get another new series, which kind of expected. And pretty good lineup, I think, now for Shonen Jump, although I thought this issue was a little meh. It wasn't bad. I didn't dislike it. It was not a chore. But like after reading it, I was like, well, there is some really good stuff in there and then just a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So let's go ahead and start with Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 139, Hunter. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I liked it. It's really, like, this arc is kicking off much faster than I thought it was going to. I kind of got tone whiplash from it, to be honest with you, because the last two chapters were such slow setup chapters. Yeah. And now it's like, and now let's get right into it. And I was like, okay, I guess nothing else needs to be set up. Okay. Yeah. People are here to kill Itadori. <laughs> yeah. I do like the implications that they're setting up with Itadori might actually be this dude's brother. Uh-huh. Chise? No, that's not right. I don't know the character's name. But yeah. Like, yeah. Didn't your dad have scars on his... Was it scars or stitches? I don't remember. I, didn't write I think stitches. I think it was stitches I, on his face. And Itadori has a reaction of, oh... And we don't know who our Itadori's parents are at all. Yeah, and like bloodlines have been a huge, or bloodlines are a pretty big thing in Jujutsu Kaisen. You know, obviously you have the main clans, but one of the reasons that the samurai guy from the prequels, or the guy with the sword from the prequels, I, I keep wanting to call him Yuji. That might be right, but I don't think it is. Because that's Itadori's name, and I don't think they have the same name. Anyway, he's got the same bloodline as Gojo. Uh-huh. Which is a big, you know, he's like, oh, that's why you're so powerful. We share a bloodline. Yes, you you are correct. It's been important. And I did kind of like that cliffhanger since Itadori's parents are a mystery. Uh, yeah. Right, cliffhanger is not the right term because it's kind of done before the action kicks off. But it's still, it's a cliffhanger because we, like, he makes that comment and then immediately the the one guy from the Zenin clan shows up. So, like... Yes, it wasn't the cliffhanger, but it's a cliffhanger in that conversation. Because it's like, oh, wait, are we going somewhere with this? We'll have to find out later. Yeah. So I also enjoyed it, but I, like I said, it kind of had a tonal whiplash for me. Yeah, I, I understand that. Which brings us to My Hero Academia number 302, The Wrong Way to Put Out a Fire Part 2. Which also was not a tonal whiplash in the same way, but it seemed like they're like, oh, we got to get out of this flashback fast to me. As the pace really accelerated, but I really, really liked it. Again, oh, yeah. we're dealing with all those heavy themes of last week, but I think they did a pretty good job of dancing around them for or a shonen story. You want, you know, forgiveness of the family to be the theme. And so I like it, even if it's a little more complex. I think Ray admitting her fault is actually a huge, like, necessary part of the whole thing. Yeah, I really like that as well, with her basically being like, listen, you were a monster, I was a monster. We need to get past that. Uh-huh. It's a lot less shonen, but I do love that Todoroki's like, yeah, I was immediately like, oh, I got to defeat Dobby because my dad can't do it. And then I was like, no, that's stupid. Our whole family needs to do it. Yeah. 
And Hawks will help. <laughs> yes. I did really like the moment of Shoto's our hero now. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, I like that. Uh, Hawks and best genist outside the room was a good, I guess that's the cliffhanger for the chapter. I didn't really read it as that. I read it as like a extra support. Like a, yeah, we all got your back. I, I didn't read this chapter as having a cliffhanger. <laughs> it is how the chapter ends, though. That's more what I meant. I was like, that's not a cliffhanger. It was kind of like that was just the last panel. Because technically, they had the end a page beforehand. Because the actual cliffhanger was, we need to beat Dobby together as a family. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and best genius and Hawks are here too. <laughs> well, they did say they were coming. Yes. Yeah, I, I like I said, it's very heavy stuff. I thought it was handled pretty much as well as it could in the shonen manga. There are, I think, people who have had actual trauma with this will maybe have different reactions. But for a shonen tone, I think this was done about as well as it could. Because if you'll remember last week, I was pretty nervous about it. Yeah. Well, like, when you think about it, you know, it's it's a shonen manga. It's for, what's the typical age group, 13 to 15? I, I think it's 9 to uh, 17. 9 to 17? Okay, so a little bit wider than I was thinking. This but, is probably skewing higher, probably towards about what you said. Yeah. But I was thinking, you know, like, that age band probably isn't going, like, it's nice to introduce some of these themes, but you kind of have to have a light touch, because, like, when I was 15, I wouldn't have understood this shit. Yeah, no, for sure. I think what my potential issue with it is lots of teenagers are going to have conflict with their parents that feels like they're being abusive, and their parents are just being their parents. So this story is very true, but then also abusive parents are a real thing. Yeah. And this is not actually the solution to that. But I think it did about as well as it could, like I said. Yeah. Dealing with some pretty heavy subjects. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Alrighty, that brings us to Mashal Magic and Muscles Chapter 51, Mash Burned Dead and the Shattered Crystal. What did you think of this one, Kevin? I liked it kind of up until the end, because I, I didn't really like the introduction of another dude who's going to job for Mashal's crew. I mean, that's what you have in tournament arcs, though. Yeah. I just, I kind of wanted it to be the Naruto guy to show up. You know what I mean? Right at the end there. Like, hey, I found you. I got your back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see what you're saying. You wanted a more hopeful moment. Yeah. Like, obviously, Mash isn't going to show up and immediately fight this guy. We're setting that up for later. But I was like, well, like, the Naruto guy could have showed up. I really mm-hmm. need to learn his name. Yeah, I didn't write his down. I wrote Finn's name down because I, I, my exact note is Finn is the weak one, Jeremy. So when you can't remember his name, here is a note. But I did <laughs> not write Naruto guy's name down. <laughs> I thought the comedy was really on point. Yeah, like the you you your te- each member of your team gets a crystal and you can't break it. And then the match is like, oh no, I dropped the crystal because of course he did. And he's like, well, it's fine. Naruto's got his. And then like in exactly the same panel, oh no, I've dropped the crystal. <laughs> <Still>. <laughs> And he's like, well, as long as I stick with them, he's like, you all be teleported randomly around. He's like, why would you split us up in a team battle? And then also the, like, I'm a wall. I'm a wall. And he's like, well, who do we have? The guy comes up and says, who do we have? He's like, I can't talk. I'm a wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought it was a really good and it appropriately amps up the stakes while keeping in tone with Mashal. So yeah. I actually liked it quite a lot. No, it, it was very good. Like I said, it was just that ending 
kind of soured it for me just a little bit. I did really enjoy everything up until then. I was just kind of like, oh, especially because it's this team game. And I'm expecting, like, it'd be one thing if it, and maybe they'll do this, but if the guy is just like, I'm coming to kick your ass, like we're in the middle of the Battle Royale and I'm here to fight you, versus, oh, no, I'm here to save this kid because Lance told me to. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm taking it more as the former. Yeah, I, okay. I agree with you. The second one is, is pretty lame. Although, d- also tracks, so. Yeah, because that's what the first guy did. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nah. Brings us to Nine Dragons Ball Parade Chapter 2, First Encounter. Did not like this chapter as much as the first one, but I am still really enjoying uh, this series. I actually thought this was very funny with the new character introduced. Yep. What did you think of it, Kevin? I was getting real Ice Shield 21 vibes. Yeah, I can see that because this is way cartoonier, right? Like last chapter, it's got a very cartoony style, but everything that happened pretty realistic, right? A little heightened for manga, but... Yeah. But well, whereas this uh, one is much more heightened for manga. Yeah. Well, and also the... Didn't Ice Shield 21 have the crazy manager? Yes. But yeah. I think that's a pretty common trope, though, in sports manga. Probably, but I've read, like, five sports yeah, manga, so... And Slam Dunk is very serious. Yep. And Haikyuu doesn't have a crazy manager, at least not yes. yet. I do like that this starts with Rito being like, hey, you should join me on a great team. And he's like, man, I really, really want to, but realism. And then this <laughs> manager solid snakes her way into the conversation. He's like, it's fine, I'm the baseball scholarship fairy. Let's get this done. <laughs> I did like that she literally solid snakes her way into the conversation. Well, he's literally in a cardboard box. Or box, yeah. Like like I said, I loved that. That was great. Literally, my note for this is just exclamation point, and I was scared I would not know what that meant. <laughs> yeah, it's super good. I love her like business card, where she has drawn herself on it. Yeah. And the main character being like, what's with this weird drawing on the card? And you're being like, no, I want to make our baseball team awesome. And you guys are clearly awesome at baseball. So and my grandpa's the dean. So full scholarship. He's <laughs> like, oh, this is incredibly convenient. She's like, yeah, it's chapter two. We got to get to the story. Come on. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Anything else you want to say on it? No. That brings us to Witch Watch 3, a giant rookie. What did you think of this, Kevin? I know you... You've been a little bit more into Witch Watch than I have. I, I still like it, which is why I say a little bit more. Yeah, I'm still really liking Witch Watch. I think this is, like, I think, like you said with Mashal, I think the comedy was really good on this. Like, the teacher being a closet otaku was pretty funny. And, like, I like the fact that the ogre guy wants to hide the fact that she's a witch. But I'm like, witches exist that aren't, like, that weird. So, like, I sort of understand why he wants to do it. But at the same time, I also think it's funny that it, you know, basically immediately fails. Yeah. The otaku stuff, I do like that as a gag. It kind of gave me me and Roboco vibes in a way that isn't Witch Watch's fault. Yeah. But it kind of hit me with that. I do love the what some of the class, or I guess one of the classmates in particular. It's like, they're all super weird. And the one's like, I live the sleeveless life. Yes, I already tore the sleeves off my... School uniform. Yes, it's that a was very great. Funny visual joke. <laughs> All about that sleeveless life. It was still very funny. I bet it would have been even funnier in Japanese. But the fact that all of their names were basically their character tropes. Uh huh. 
like that that had me chuckling you know like i'm the beefcake i'm the flame war starter guy like all literally all of their names where you know i'm the insecure guy and it's like his name literally is insecure mm-hmm. i thought that was funny and the the references i didn't have a hit of me and roboco because it seemed better done oh for sure like you said, it's not Super Witch Watch's fault, but I was like, oh no, not more of this. Yeah. I, I, and I didn't think the A-plot really worked, even though I thought the character introductions were really funny, though like in Big Inning Spell thing, it just didn't get the laugh I think it was going for to me. That's fair. I thought it was funny, especially with the Gone Freaks thing, where she like grows his cowlick, so it looks like his hair is just like reaching up to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like the fact that they're making references like that because she's this closet otaku. And she's like, oh, it's like that scene in Hunter Hunter. And so, like, that made the reference funnier because it, it it's like it wasn't trying to be a reference, even though it was. Yeah, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. Just, I think, a little bit less than you, as before. Fair. Which brings us to Ayakashi Triangle Chapter 33, A Distraught Matsuri. Which I quite liked, although it did kind of just feel like another chapter of Ayakashi Triangle to me. A little bit. This seemed like, uh, hey, let's put Matsuri in a bunch of different outfits, and Which, then I need to come up with a reason for this to happen. To be fair, the reason like tracks to me, but it seems oh, very yeah. much of like, oh, plot, plot. No, no, we can't do that. Let's do some cute instead. Yeah. Matsuri is like, man, I should really advance the main plot, but I don't want to. <laughs> yes. I did love the bit where he goes to the girl who makes his stuff, and she and Susie are talking. Susie's like, don't you want to turn him back into a boy? And she's like, yeah, but only because he wants to. I'm bi as hell. <laughs> yeah. This is fine with me. It's fine with him. Yeah, and then Suzu's internal conflict on, like, your buddy, you know, she's talking to Cat Spirit. Shirogane. Shirogane, thank you. And she's like, it only changes the body, right? He's like, yeah. And Matsuri's having, like, they're both having that, like, slight miscommunication thing Mm -hmm. where she thinks, oh, my God, does he want to be more girly? When really she's just like, when Matsuri's like, all right, I just need an excuse to not go talk (laughs) to the paintbrush Ayakashi so that we can't advance the plot anymore. Yeah. And, like, the montage, while it's, you know, super sexualized, I did really like where she's like, a boyish look. It's like, that just looks like exactly what he would wear anyway. <laughs> it's like a girly one. No, too girly. And then, like, gothic Lolita, too frilly. Magical girl. What store are we in? <laughs> that was very good. Uh, so I enjoyed it, but it I, I was a little bit like, yeah, I would like Ayakashi Triangle to have a little bit more plot, I think, even if this is fun. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some next week. That leads us to Build King Chapter 13, The Lead Master Carpenter. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? It was okay. You know, we're getting advancement on the testing slash tournament arc. Like, I keep expecting a tournament arc, but really this is more of like a test arc so far. Mm -hmm. They'll probably end up fighting at some point. They have an awkward number of people for that, but that can be adjusted. The fact that an arbitrary number of people can pass makes it very easy to have an even number left. Yeah. Well, they could do like they did in Hunter Hunter, where the final challenge is uh, combat between everyone else. Mm-hmm. Which, that's, the, like, I'm getting huge Hunter Hunter vibes from, you know, the uh, Hunter exam. Yeah, I can see that. Thing. Which which I recently heard described as, as a tournament arc that never ends. Like, they get through the tournament arc. It's like, yeah, but did you pass the secret hunter's exam? 
Yep, there's that. Oh, oh, okay, you better go into that tower where you do nothing but battle for a while then. Ah, uh, <laughs> see, now you need to use Nen. Yes. Uh, cool, but what you actually need is Nen Beasts. Those are the <laughs> real badasses. <laughs> and then eventually the hand gives out and there's no more Hunter Hunter. And now it makes me sad. Yes. I really like this chapter of Bill King. It finally seems to me like it's gaining the momentum it needs. Like mm-hmm. the beginning thing with two by four, I thought was interesting. The stuff yeah. about how he has no control of his vigor is something. Yeah. And like the test of, oh, this is a pit to hell. We need you to build a bridge over it is what I want Bill King to be. So I actually quite like this chapter. Sure. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. All righty. That brings us to Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, chapter 31, Sunken Ruins, part eight. Chaka's older and she's hot now. <laughs> and she's also Poseidon. Yeah, well, details. <laughs> Making her a dude, maybe? Yeah, she definitely has that, like, smoker into Shigi's body look, right? Yes. I-, I assume Poseidon is agender, but I guess Poseidon in the Greek myth is typically pretty dudish, so. Yeah, I don't, like, I, I honestly really liked it. I really, you know, the Chaka stuff was really cool. I thought that being, her being, like, because they're, it seems to me like they're kind of collecting the pieces of Poseidon. Yes, and the fact because that he's like, hey, stop using my leg. Basically, yeah. So I like that, where it's like he actually shows up, and the one girl like sort of knows about it. The fact that Poseidon is possessing this little girl, or can mm-hmm. possess this little girl. I don't know what, what of the two it is. Yeah, I, I think the one problem that I had with it is I would have liked that to be slower or more hinted at. I mean, there are a hundred reasons it could be like, it could just be that, like when Shaka is under the water, she gets possessed. It could be mm-hmm. proximity to the uh, leg and the other piece that's in the t- uh, ruins. Right. Yeah. There's lots of stuff that could cause this change. That was the, I would have liked it slower because Shaka always just possessed this entire chapter with no, and she did not seem to be at all last chapter when she was trying to bite her way free. But I also really enjoyed it. It was the eye thing. Remember I said she had that weird glint in her eyes? Yeah. That was actually, I'm guessing, because that's when she suddenly calmed down. Mm-hmm. Like, it was after the biting thing, and she's just holding the one lady's hand. So I'm guessing yeah. that's when she got possessed. So maybe it's yeah. because they got too close to the temple. Like I said, there are a bunch of reasons it could be. I yeah. would just like that a little slower. But I also that's... really enjoyed the chapter. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely love, uh, you know, she uses the leg and... Poseidon as Chaco is like, well, that was pretty cool, but you should stop doing that. It will be bad if you continue doing it. And then and she she immediately does it again. He's like, what did I just say? Yeah, I, I just like, you know, put it, you know, like, why do all of you idiots always do exactly what I tell you not to do? This is why you don't get horses anymore. <laughs> God, I hope that the fact that Poseidon is God of Horses somehow comes up in this manga later. <laughs> that would be so cool. I don't know how, but I hope. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin? Nope. All right. Last but not least, that brings us to Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 71, Shinzo vs. Kurosawa. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I thought it was pretty cool. I like the the backstory into this one dude was sort of interesting. Nothing amazing, but I kind of like, like getting the backstory into the villains a little bit. And, like, this guy doesn't really have a tragic backstory. Not really. This guy just exists to die, basically. Yes. He's got a, oh, this guy uh, is terrible backstory. It's not even like, oh, he's an asshole. Yeah, it's like, this guy, this guy is a... He's a murderous psychopath. Isn't it a sociopath? I I might not be getting my mental... Is that a mental disorder? Actually. He might be both, yeah. 
it basically he doesn't feel anything towards people towards people but i really liked the brother being like Oh, I see, you know, oh, I see you're working with a cool super alloy. Well, uh, your version is super strong, but also that, like, I like the fact that he was like, ah, that makes it super brittle, too, which is exactly something that happens with real metals being an engineer. Like, that's a big thing with, yeah, I can make something ridiculously strong, but if you push on it the wrong way, it breaks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's stupid to build a rope out of concrete is one of the things that we always used to talk about concrete is great for compression but if you put it into tension it just rips itself apart mm-hmm. so i like that he was like he's basically all right i've got like a version of your superpower that's better because i've been working at it to protect my family rather than to kill people yeah like like i said about this whole arc just not doing anything for me it's fine it, it's very totally middle fair. ground for me it, it's like oh yeah you know metaphors this is cool like, his power is kind of cool, but, like, I don't really care about the stakes of this fight. <laughs> That's fair. You know, not not everything's for everybody. I'm liking yeah. it a little bit more than you. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. That will send us into Jump Card, then. Jump Card is a segment where we rank everything we read, not just what we talk about, from our least favorite up to our favorite. So what do you have at the very bottom at number 19, Kevin? High School Family. Yep, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's not funny either. The chapter is resolved in a narrative caption afterward. Yep. That's how you want your gag manga to end a narrative caption I mean, afterward. I think sometimes that can work, but... It doesn't High here. School Family goes to the well way too often. Oh, what do you have at number 18? That's where I put me in Robico. Okay. One joke got me, which put it above some stuff. I can't remember what it is now, though. But yeah, it's a very Robico-centered chapter, and that always sucks. Yeah. Gorilla and his other friend are barely in it. But Bondo's no, barely Bondo in isn't it. even in it, is he? I think they show up right at the end. But yeah, like basically it's like Robico and the weird cat thing that looks like Khan that I forgot existed. So did I. That's why you need to focus chapter, Kevin. What do you have uh, at 18? I, I, remember, I remember what the joke was. I guess okay. I'll get to it when I, when me and Roboco comes up for me. Sure. I have Phantom Seer at 18. Okay. I mean, the idea of, oh, this doll was uh, used by rituals by shamans, and now you're going to suffer everything it suffered is kind of a cool idea, but everything else of it is just like, eh, I, I should care, and I don't mm-hmm. at all. What do you have at 17? That's where I put I tell C. So I just like... I don't care about any of these people and like this seemed like I even for a manga a super cliched murder mystery setup oh we're going to go to this hot spring hotel and oops we actually got lost and went somewhere completely different but no one's gonna say anything then we're gonna meet this dude who's literally covered in blood and immediately becomes friends with him like what the hell is going on oops all murderers yeah, yeah, I do, it's not good. I do have it a bit higher, because I have Black Clover at 17. Fair. I, I'm trying so hard to give a fuck, Kevin. I really <laughs> am. 
But I'm like, uh, who are these people? Oh, that's uh, the girl from the start. I like her with her water powers. I can't think of her name right now, but I do like her. Trust me. Noel. Noel, yeah. yeah. Is that who was helping Asta at the beginning when we saw Fee? I don't think so. Nope. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I just, I can't. I just, like, it It went pretty high for me because of that ending panel with basically all of the Black Bulls and a bunch of the other friends that Asta made, like, showing up for the battle, like, all right, time to kick some ass. That's like, what that's put it above Phantoms here for me. Yeah, it's a good splash page. And, like, I'm more invested in Black Clover than you are, so that, yeah. that kicked it up a huge notch. Because I did, like, all right, Asta's like, yeah, I did it. Now time to go save the day. How the fuck am I going to get there? Yeah, I just feel like... the the. We get the splash panel all the time in Black Clover, and the next chapter is never as cool as I want it to be. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, I understand you just not getting it as much. Oh, uh, what do you have at 16? That's where I put Phantoms here. Okay. I completely agree with you. It's just all, eh, who cares? Uh, that's where I put me and Roboco. The The joke about buying a grenade launcher instead of clam chowder was just funny to me. And the, oh, don't worry, I have a military contractor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Offhand joke. It got me. Which made it better than stuff I just did not care about at all. What do you have at 15? That's where I put Sakamoto Days. This just kind of seemed like the resolution to the conflict that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was honestly, like, this would be, there'd be a fairly decent break for me in that I, like, Sakamoto Days was fine. It wasn't something I was like, this was awesome. But I, like, I'm going to say I enjoyed reading the chapter as mm-hmm. opposed to Phantom Zero. I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Uh, 15's where I got I tell C. Okay. A- everything you said is true about it. I just found, like, the, the character kind of interesting. And, like, the setup, I think, is, like you said, very cliche, but decent. Makes it more exciting to me than Robocill or Black Clover. <laughs> or Phantom Seer. Oh, what do you have at 14? That's where I have Build King. Even with, a, like, the explanation of a bunch of this stuff, I just couldn't unsee the, hey, let's go keep going on to the test. And this even feels like one of the tests they had in... Hunter Hunter. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I just like the idea of it as a building test a lot. No, yeah, and that that's fair. Like I I still like I said, I did like the chapter. I really like the one the guy who's giving out the test coming up to the main character and being like, "Oh, your houses fall apart a minute after you make them, right?" Yeah, same thing happened to me because I didn't understand how to control my vigor. So, mm-hmm. like it's and it and also it wasn't just that it was like you're also not using the correct materials like you're too strong to build like you were too strong for your houses so they ended up falling to pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's an idea I really like. So yeah, that was that was a really cool idea. Like you know, yes, it's a little bit of your fault, but it's not also all your fault. You were using incorrect materials. I have undead and luck at fourteen. Sure. I just like we've been. I, I get what they're going for, and part of why it's so low is this should be a really powerful chapter. Yeah. But, like, I feel like this character has sacrificed themselves, like, the past six chapters in a row. Yep. And I get they're going for, oh, it's kind of a fate worse than death. It's really tragic, but it ha- also has, like, you know, some good part to it. But I'm just like, can we move on, please? Fair. I get it. What do you have at Lucky 13? Undead Unluck. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally agree with you, especially with this... Like, the way the chapter's presented, kind of like the narrating what's going on kind of thing. And, and it's a shame, because this is the most powerful version of what they're tr- they're doing, but they've done it so many times. Yeah. That it just doesn't land at all. I get it. Yeah, I think the ending would have worked a lot better without all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Like, yes, just, absolutely. you know, just at the end of it, Undead is like, you should be right about here. And like showing that, yes, he did sacrifice himself, but we still care for you, man. Like that would have been much more powerful than let's go back through his backstory again. Like, didn't we just do this? Yeah. Like last week. Like in in case you didn't get it, here's what's going on. (laughs) I got Magu-Chan at 13. Okay. It just didn't really land for me. I like the, the phrase dark hot pot and like some of the plot stuff like I think is a decent idea, but then it just goes like off the rails in a super weird way. In my opinion, a little bit. What do you have at number 12? That's actually what I have at number 12 is Magu-Chan. The Dark Hot Pot was funny, like you said. And I'd like that we're kind of getting some plot. Like, hey, somebody's been unsealing these Chaos Gods to come attack me. And then we also have the Unius thing of, like, yeah, the reason that I Holy Knight sealed these all the way is I despise them. Mm-hmm. But then, like, that's, like, where it trails off. And it feels like there's either comedic or plot material there to mine. Yep. I got Mission Yosakura family at 12. Okay. It's fine. It, it was some shonen. I can't wait till this story is over, though, and it's going to be a while. Uh, what do you have at 11? That's where I have the Elusive Samurai. I'm still really liking it, but I think I just liked everything else more. Like, I like that we're kind of getting some characterization on the retainers. If I had to have a tagline for the Elusive Samurai, it would be better late than never. Yeah. Which, like... Well, if it keeps going, we'll eventually, as long as not everything is better like, than never. Like if it just <laughs> I had just a- have a feeling it's going to be. It's going to be like, ah, oh, we, we need a villain, man. We need like a good arc villain. And then he's going to show up two arcs later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have that feeling. I just like, I have this, it kind of got a slow start feeling and then we'll just kind of pick up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my hope. Because, you know, this isn't this guy's first rodeo. So yeah, yeah, obviously. I still did enjoy it, though. I got Sakamoto days at eleven. Okay. The the drunken the drunken jokes were pretty funny. Like the ending with the Ferris wheel isn't bad. It I debated on whether to put Mission Yosakura or Sakamoto days higher, and because they both seemed like, yep, that's some shonen to me. Yep. But I found I, I thought Sakamoto days was a little bit better. It was a little funnier. Sure. What do you have at number ten? That's where I put Nine Dragons Ball Parade. It's you know it's fine. Yeah. It's still good. I'm I'm not a huge sports guy, so it's not going to be the thing I like go look for mm-hmm. usually, but I still enjoy it. I, I wonder if we're gonna flip on this. That's where I put Witch Watch. Because like, like you said, I really I like the it. sleeves joke, but everything else about it. Sure. But I was, doubt we're gonna flip fine. on that. Yeah. Not, nothing to dislike there. What do you have at nine? That's where I put Mission Yosakura family. Like I said, I liked kind of the the engineering stuff that was in here, like, oh, your your metal super strong but mm-hmm. brittle, and I worked on something much better. Yeah. Of course, the classic, you're stronger if you're defending than if you're just trying to kill somebody. Like, mm-hmm. you're stronger if you've got something to protect. I've got Elusive Samurai at nine. I, I found, okay. again, the humor worked better than a lot of the uh, humor uh, chapters this week, including sure. Witch Watch, which is why it went higher for me. I, I like the retainer's personalities fairly well. Yeah. What do you get at number eight? That's where I put Black Clover. It it just it that last panel was really nice. And again, I liked Asta being like, Yeah, we, we did it. We defeated the demon. Now how the hell am I going to get into the next country? Because <laughs> I can't fly there or I can't fly there fast enough. And you know, getting saved by some other people. Mm-hmm. I got Build King at eight. Okay. 
kind of everything we talked about. I just I like the test. I like the explanation for main character's uh, inability to build thus far, and like the promise that he's going to get better. I like the like Tubor die four has been sighted, sir. They're like, are you sure? I thought he was dead. Yeah, that's good. I think that and and like even the one bit we didn't talk about the like one character is like, hey, why aren't you all wearing gas masks? That was actually and pretty like, funny. Yeah, he's like, oh, where I come from, it, it, the air is poison, so we all have to. Man, this is nice. <laughs> what do you have at seven? That's where I put Dr. Stone. As good chapter, really liked, especially the whole thing with the U.S. soldiers yell freeze, and the, you know, Japanese Sukiya is just kind of like, so you have Francois being like, oh, she doesn't understand what freeze means. Mm-hmm. Which is just a good, like, little language barrier touch because uh-huh. like if they had shouted don't move would have made a lot more sense but freeze she's like freeze and uh, even uh, Ginra is like that's like when water turns to ice right yeah <laughs> like he's like i understand what that means but i i don't at the same time mm-hmm. and i like the francois realizing oh like they're soldiers they're not murderers like if i geneva convention them they will take prisoners yep yeah i liked that i liked Ginra with the stick being like wait a minute I completely forgot. I was a village guard. I'm actually pretty cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm Krillin strong, at least, in this series. Yeah, so it was, it was a good chapter. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I put it higher. I, I got Jujutsu Kaisen at seven. Sure. Like I said, it's mostly, I enjoyed it, uh, but just that whiplash put it yeah. below a bunch of other stuff. Totally fair. What do you have at number six? Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> We've had a lot of this. I, I yeah, yep. put a, one above you. It's good. Besides that tonal whiplash, I'm I'm glad that we're kind of getting into it, and I like the mystery they're setting up with. All right, cool. Now here's something weird about uh, Itadori's parents. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. like literally the only other person in his family that we met was his grandfather. Yep. I get Ayakashi Triangle at six. Okay. Really enjoyed it, but like I said, just just fluff. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have it number five? That's where I put Mashal. Okay. I really like the comedy bits, but like I said, the ending kind of soured me just a little bit with, and hopefully next week it won't be, you know, hey, like when he goes over to the new, you know, hey, I'm here to beat you up, bad guy, not, oh, hey, I'm here to save this kid, because Lance mm-hmm. told me to, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of lame. I got Dr. Stone at five. Sure. We just talked about it, so. Mm-hmm. I just liked it quite a bit. What do you have at number four? That's where I put Ayakashi Triangle. Yes, it's all fluff, but I thought it was pretty funny fluff, especially with Matsuri being like, all right, I need to figure out things to do with Suzu so that we don't have to go home. Let's go on a date. I need clothes. (laughs) Yeah. We'll bring Engineer Girl because I'm going to stop by her place first. Yep, because I need my ninja outfit repaired. (laughs) And then Ninja Girl just being an utter pervert. Yep. Was also pretty funny. And then the dude shows up at the end to be yes. like, why are you dressed like that? <laughs> why are you in frilly? Yeah, I, I love that. I'm a fundoshi kind of guy. I got nine dragons at four. Okay. I thought it was the funniest. I get this. That's not actually true. But I thought the jokes really, really landed and we're moving the story along. So yeah. it's, it's mostly those solid snake jokes, though. Sure. Those were good. What do you got at number three? That's where I put Witch Watch. I just I I'm really liking this series and I think this stuff worked. I like the otaku teacher being like, "Oh, I need to like pretend to sound cool." So I don't even remember what excuse she has for looking tired, but she was like, "I was up all night reading mon 
no, I can't say that. And like comes up with some other thing where everyone's like, that's super lame. Like our teacher's super weird. Uh huh. And just the fact that all of the rest of the class were weirdos. And it's like, you know, oh, I'm a witch. Not honestly, not going to be the weirdest thing in the <laughs> class. Mm-hmm. I have Mashal at three. Because sure. I, I thought it was the funniest. The joke super landed. And like I said, I didn't read that as, oh, he's sent to protect him. I think he will be a villain. But we'll see. I could be wrong. For sure. Yeah. What do you have at number two? That's where I put Hardball Cop and Dolphin. Same. Yeah, it's it's some really cool stuff. I really liked Possessed Chaco aging up. You know, Poseidon being like, this child's body can't do shit. Let's age her up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what's going to come of that. Also with the Poseidon's leg, like, taking over the girl mm-hmm. because she's using it too much. You know, kind of sort of reminds me of how Dolphin doesn't like like to use his right hand. And, like, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. Although maybe it turned him into a dolphin. Possible. By your academia is the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a good chapter. Good end of her stuff. Good, good Shoto stuff. Good yep. Hawks being there stuff. Every time I see Shoto's name, I just have that scene from the... Yeah, uh, Shoto. Yeah, with just Endeavor walking down the stands <laughs> screaming it. And President Mike being like, what a doting dad. because like no one else like because at that point no one else knows what's going on so they're just like and ever you know like what a loving father how bizarre (laughs) yeah that doesn't seem right for a shonen anime (laughs) i do like the idea of ray being like shoto he's our hero now in the hospital room yes well, in Japanese, it'd probably work even better because it'd be like, our hero now is Shoto! That's true. Yeah, anything else you want to say on it? Still a pretty decent week. You know, not a ton of amazing stuff. No One Piece, which kind of sucks, but we're getting that next week, and I'm looking forward to it. Me too. But before that, we read Cypher Volume 3, and we will talk about it after the break. We read Cypher Volume 3. It's been, I think, slightly over a year since we read Volume 2. I think so. Which made me, I had to remember all all the different names that Cypher has. (laughs) Yes. What did you think of the volume, Kevin? I still, I thought it was pretty interesting. I really liked the the kind of uh, Anise not understanding why she needs to wear a bra. Like, both from a she's a tomboy standpoint, as well as, like, she's still kind of childlike. Yeah, like I've never really seen uh, a piece of media that explored puberty so thoroughly, e- even though that's often what manga aimed at this uh, age demographic is about. It's usually a lot more metaphorical. Yeah, it's usually a lot more shooting spider webs out of your hands than this is. Yes, but I think the sort of clearly growing rift between the two brothers is interesting. They're like seeding some pretty decent mystery stuff with their mother they th- this trio has just the most dysfunctional relationship 
Yeah. But well, that is I, kind of what the point is, so. Yes, I do really like that, like, all of them kind of realize, I'm feeling things, I don't know what they are, I can't explain them to you, and, like, I, you know, that's that's what's causing a lot of these problems, like, even, you know, Cypher's yelling at Anise, and he was like, that's not what I meant to say, but at the same time, that's exactly what I meant to say, I don't understand it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, I can't figure out what the hell I'm feeling, why, why... Why am I this way? And I did really like that mm-hmm. dynamic between all of them. Like, Anise doesn't know why she's getting mad. Cypher doesn't know why he keeps trying to be indifferent and at the same time try and get closer. But he also desperately wants Jake to stay. But Jake is being super cold. Just yeah. some really interesting character dynamics. Yes. And then that gets exacerbated when they have to go to... LA to film a movie, which is on the other side of the continent. Yep. So Anise decides she's going to take, do a bike camp to LA and stay with her grandparents so she can see them more. Yes. I also like that, you know, like, oh, your brother's going on one to Florida. She's like, this one to LA. The dad's like $2,800. Like, wh- why not Florida? Or Canada. And she's like, nope, LA has to be LA. I haven't seen grandpa and grandpa in forever. Mm-hmm, that's why. Yes, definitely. No other reason. Yeah, I don't really know how much I want to say about it, because I kind of already did. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I think the the plot is very good at revealing the character, which is what you want stories to do. Although yep. I do still kind of find the characters kind of weak. I don't know if it's because their relationship is so dysfunctional, or if it's just because this is more grounded and subdued as a series than what we normally read. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. Usually we're dealing with much more bombastic characters Mm -hmm. and these are much closer to reality you know people aren't walking stereotypes and and when they have character development they don't shout it at the top of their lungs and use it to defeat their bully (laughs) yes because i'm just looking at our character list and i assume we're gonna add jake and i think he's below roy who is pretty low on the list but i don't think roy moves up even though i quite like this yeah and I I completely understand that. I think they might, like, I could see them moving up later, because, like, right now, both Jake and Roy are kind of just a lot of dysfunction, mm-hmm. you know, because they're setting up mystery and stuff like that, but I think they will do, just making predictions, but if we keep reading it, which I'm assuming we will, they might have some good character growth, or, like, we'll realize stuff about them, like, oh, that's why they're acting that way. Like, we've gotten some of that before. As you say, it's already starting with like them starting to grow apart. Yep, and be more and more like express their individuality more and more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really liked it. But I don't know what else I have to say about it. Like I said, I think that it, also part of that though is it's a very slow story, right? Which is deliberate. Yes, it's heavy focus on the emotions that the characters are feeling. Yeah, which and, I think is th- done them well trying to process the... them. Yeah, yeah, and it's even though it's a very slow story, it's not a slow read. Yeah. Like I, I just meant that like there aren't a lot of events for us to go over. Yeah, no, that and that's totally true because there aren't. You know, we'll spend six pages going over the emotions that they're feeling at the this one event. That's like mm-hmm. honestly not like the event itself isn't important. It's like their you know how their emotions are developing because of the event, or how they feel about one another, or how they feel about themselves. So yeah, not a whole lot to talk about without doing an immense deep dive, which I feel like would be a disservice to Cypher. 
Yeah, although it's like impossible to find. The lettering continues to be bad. That's not really Cypher's fault. That's yeah. the people who translated it's fault. Yeah, I understand it because it's, you know, it's old. It's from the 80s. Like, And it was translated very early. Yeah. Too, before a certain. I, I'm almost amazed that it's right to left read, to be honest with you. Yeah, that is, uh, you know, that's probably just because somebody literally didn't feel like flipping it. They're probably just like literally <laughs> translating the bubbles. Which is why but the lettering is bad, because they still sometimes intend for you to read those left to right, but sometimes they don't. Yeah, so the, there, there'll be definitely a couple of things where I'm like, that doesn't make any, oh, I need to read it this way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with it. I would not mind reading volume four at all. It will probably be a year just because that's kind of the way our clocks operate, and I'll have forgotten all the stuff I liked about this by then, but. Well, I find it again very quickly. Like I said, I I, I like reading it. I, you know, even though, yes, I probably, yesterday I would not have been able to tell you almost anything about Cypher. I think the prop, the real problem is that that guy, those two guys have six names between them. Yes. And are identical. And are deliberately drawn, yes, identically, because they are. Uh, there's a, there's a bit, like, when they're on the movie set, they're, they're definitely shown, you know, different, because they have to, I think it's Roy gets uh, his hair cut for the movie, mm-hmm. and Jake starts wearing extensions and dyes his hair. To like be deli- to deliberately stand out, mm-hmm. and starts so wearing sunglasses so you can tear them apart. And I think that's like important visual metaphor. And we'll go on up to the next one. But I won't remember who's who. <laughs> fair, no, totally year. fair. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. All right. That just briefs us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality Power Level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the top, speaking of bombastic characters who shout their emotions and then use them to defeat people, we have Uzumaki Naruto (laughs) from Naruto. At the bottom, we have Koku, who is a worse pervert than anybody in this manga, which is about sensitive times of development. In the center, we have Red from Pokemon Adventures. I I think Jake is the character it had, right? Yeah. I don't think he's as good as Roy. In part because he is a uh, hard contrast to him. Yeah, we also don't ever, like, we get a lot less of his perspective. Like, I don't think we get any this volume. Yeah, because he's more aloof. Yeah. I do, slightly below him, we have a a block of boring shonen characters. We got Sora from Kingdom Hearts manga, Yo from Shaman King, Yugi Moto. I do think he kind of goes above all them. Yeah, that's fair. So the last question is, is he better or worse than Takami Suo from Oren High School Coast Club? Who I think I know who that is, but I'm going to look him up and be sure. Oh, yeah, he's the king guy. I'd say yeah. You think so? I was going to say no, but I'll defer to you. I, I guess it, like, it makes sense to put him right with his twin, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Jake goes at number 90, right above Takami, and right below Roy. That was easy. Staples. <laughs> All righty. Next week. We will be reading Bakuman, Volume 16, because it's the start of a new month, and any excuse to read Bakuman, right? Yep. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is The Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other two podcasts or... And as well as find our Patreon, if you want to support us, there's not a lot going up there right now because it's difficult to record with COVID, but I put up some 
outtakes that two people liked. I don't know if either of them actually listened to them, but they liked them. I can assure you one of them did. <laughs> to be fair, I hadn't actually heard the outtake before, so. Yes. No, I was going to say, the other person was uh, at the recording of that outtake, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where you can support us if you want to, or if you don't want to pay us, just give us a review on iTunes or tell anyone, hey, there's a manga podcast. It's okay. You can listen yeah. to it. That would help us a ton. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Not this week. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>